Welcome to Breaking the Silence with Dr. Gregory Williams. Dr. Williams is the author of the acclaimed book, Shattered by the Darkness, Putting the Pieces Back Together After Child Abuse. Dr. Williams is on the senior leadership team at Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas. And Dr. Williams travels the United States speaking and training professionals, parents, and victims about the importance of dealing with abuse and personal trauma head-on and not being afraid to break the silence of your own personal pain. Feel free to call in to tonight's show at 888-627-6008 and speak with Dr. Williams and his guests live on air. And now, your host, Dr. Williams. Well, good evening and welcome to Breaking the Silence. I'm Greg Williams. I'm right here in my home in the most beautiful city in the world, Houston, Texas. And if you don't believe me, just look at that right there, that beautiful sunset right behind me over the Texas Medical Center. And it is just great to be able to be with you tonight. And as we do each and every week, I really, truly believe this, that the only reason we're on here is not for uh, money because we don't get paid for this. Uh, it's not for fame because nobody really cares. It's about uh, passing on some information, about bringing in some good things into your life, things that I have done wrong, things that I have possibly done right, uh, very few things I've ever done right, but things that I've learned along life's journey. And the older I get, and yes, I'll be over years old, um, it's one of those things that experience helps a person learn and you know you don't get wisdom after you get out of high school you don't get wisdom after you get married you don't get wisdom obviously after you have kids because you keep having them <laughs> and you don't get wisdom after you graduate college no matter how many letters are behind your name you get wisdom from actual years of doing it right doing it wrong picking yourself up and trying it again and tripping and falling again, and keep doing it until you find something that works for you. And tonight's going to be a program about that. As a matter of fact, the whole show tonight is not what we plan. That's what I love about live radio. We are planning. I want to just kind of give you a preface of what's going to happen next week right here uh, on the program. We are going to have people from the movie uh, Freedom of Speech. Um Freedom of speech, that's not it. Uh, the Sound of Freedom, I'm sorry. The Sound of Freedom, uh, unbelievable movie that's running right now uh, in the United States and I think around around the world, uh, bringing in millions of dollars. And it's uh, a story about Tim Ballard. And we're going to talk about this more in depth next week. Uh, we was going to broadcast that tonight, but we want to make sure we get enough people to uh, want to listen to it and to be in because this is a, a one-time and a, a in a, a lifetime of being able to talk to people that is affiliated with Tim Ballard's organization that he started, uh, that the movie's about called Operation Underground Railroad. And uh, they are going to be on next week 
uh, right here on our program. And if you're listening in tonight, expecting that to be this evening, my apologies, but stuff happens. And uh, we just don't, like in life in general, we just keep on plugging away and uh, make adjustments as we go. But make sure between now and next week, number one, you see the movie. Number two, you tell somebody about it to go see the movie. They even at the very end of the movie tell you how to buy buy tickets for other people that may not be able to afford uh, the movie. And then invite everybody to join back with us next Sunday night at 8 o'clock. And we're going to talk in depth about that, uh, but also about the importance of what's happening right down. I can look over my balcony right now uh, on the 19th floor here and look down and be able to see people that's probably involved in what they're talking about in this movie. And it's just a reality check of what's happening, not only in Colombia, like in the movie, but uh, in Mexico, but in California, and obviously in Houston, because we are the hub of human trafficking right here in Houston. But in the meantime, uh, we're going to be doing a program tonight kind of off the cuff. I have a friend of mine that has uh, agreed to, to join us, and Shay's going to be on here in a minute. But like I do each and every week, I want to invite you to be part of the show. Nothing would make me happier tonight for you to call in. And there's two different ways of doing it. You can call in at 888-627-6008. And the wonderful, beautiful voice of uh, BBS Radio TJ is going to answer the phone and patch you right on through to us, and you can talk straight to us, ask a question, or even throw in your comment about the topic that we're going to be talking about this evening. Or you can get online, and uh, I'm looking at that right now, Shattered by the Darkness Facebook page. There's many people on there now. Uh, you can get on there and comment on there, and I will watch during the commercial. And my son, Curtis, is running that from Seattle, Washington, uh, in the United States Army. I'm so proud of him. Uh, will let me know that there's comments that he would like for us to read on the program, and Shay and I will uh, address those issues. You know, I, I, let me just start off with a, a short little topic, and then we'll we'll get into what we're going to end up talking about tonight. Uh, and it's one of those that you may want to grab a notepad and a piece of paper and a pen and jot down some things, because I think there's some things that you may want to write down that could be able to help you that you may not want to forget. Okay. But let me just ask you a question. And I want to just be really honest. And there's no reason tonight for me to rush through anything because you're stuck with me and Shay tonight uh, for the entire hour. But um, let me just ask you, when you look in the mirror, are you happy? When you look in the mirror, you often see your character or the lack of character um, and how loud it speaks to us. Um, not all character traits are equal, obviously, um, and not all of them are connected to our happiness. And just to, to bring uh, it really serious, really quick right now, um, are you happy? Are the traits that you're involved with, are the things that you're involved with, bringing you any kind of happiness that's going to endure more than just a fleeting moment? Um, and I, I'm convinced that there are a few things that we need to have inside of our character that I want to kind of hopefully 
reinstall in me and maybe have you want to think about installing them in your own walk and the first one's courage fear is the greatest theft of happiness you may want to write that down that's tweetable fear is the greatest theft of happiness and it sneaks in uh it robs you of unresolved and the commitment and the ability to endure the challenges that we face. And because we don't have the courage to take that next step, it often starts putting a hole in the bottom of our happiness cup and it just starts pouring out because we know what we ought to be doing in our lives. And that's what we're going to talk about uh, later on. That is our topic tonight. How do you know what you're created for? So courage, on the other hand, is fear's greatest enemy, nemesis. It allows us to challenge every one of our comfort zones, to approach people, to approach situations, to finally embrace life, to finally have the courage to walk through the door of what has been instilled in you and destined in you. Do you have courage when you look in the mirror. And believe you me, I'm not just preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to myself. I always, I'm not pointing my finger to you. I'm pointing to myself. Sometimes courage, we fade away and we don't stand up and do what we need to do and should do. The second thing, how about patience? Impatience is the greatest bully of happiness. It pushes happiness out of the neighborhood almost just as soon as it shows up by learning to accept and allow to go with the flow and just relax a bit. Patience is such a wonderful virtue. Sometimes we want it and I want it now and I don't get it. I don't care how I get it. I just want it. Whatever I can do to get it, I want it. And then when I get it, I go, why did I work so hard for this for? Because this is nothing of what I thought it was going to be. And then we lay it to the side and let it rust and fade away and end up throwing it away at the next trash pickup day. Patience. It's not 100% controllable. But to try to have a handle on it can change your life. Don't be making wrong moves in your life. Just because you're impatient, that you're not where you think you ought to be. Two steps forward and one step back is still progress. It's still making forward progress. When we just stand still or take steps back and never move forward to what we want in life, that's when we get hurt. That's when happiness and joy is no longer in our life. And we end up waking up miserable, looking in the mirror one more morning with another shadow that you have to shave off your face and go, wow, another day? I don't know if I want to endure that anymore. Been there, done that? I have. The third thing, gratitude. And I want you to look around right in the very room that you're sitting or the very car that you're driving or the very restaurant that you're sitting in when you're watching this or dorm room or wherever you're at. 
and find something that you can be grateful for. Because so many times life hands us or deals us a card that we didn't expect, nor did we want. And let me tell you, I've got cards in my hand that I wish I can just fold. But I don't, I don't get that option. The only way I get to fold is to go to the edge of the balcony and go ahead and jump. That's the only way to fold in life. I have to play with the cards that I have been dealt. So I have to understand there's gratitude. I live in a home. I have a roof over my head. I'm not living on the streets. Yeah, I don't get to eat as much as I like, but there's my own medical problem. And I'm going to get that taken care of this week. But at least I have food. At least I have something that I can put in my system when I'm able to, to partake of that. We have that. I don't have many friends, but I have a few. I have ambitions. I have aspirations. I have things that I want to do, that I want to accomplish before I give up my last breath. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for that, for what creation does to me. And when you find yourself ungrateful, for the love of Pistol Pete, get out of the place you're in, between those four painted walls, and take a walk in nature. And look around and just see how awesome God really is and this world really is. And find something to be grateful for. A couple more. Love. To recognize love is to realize what a happy life is all about. Just imagine a life lived without it. We have different words for love than what other cultures do. You know, I I love my kids. I love my significant other. I love my car. I love spaghetti. Completely different. There are total different levels but you have to find and discover love and if you've been hurt in the past please don't put such a wall up and i am talking to myself tonight don't put such a wall up and cover it with concrete and paint and put a picture on it that you don't allow your heart to open one more time it's worth the risk and some of you have been sitting in darkness, unloved, and afraid to love for way too long. Now is the time to break through that. And the last one is forgiveness. People who hold on to pain, nurse their wounds, who call out the troops and seek vengeance for the wrong that is done to them, may win a battle here or there. But the war against unhappiness will largely be lost before it's ever started. You have to forgive. You have to try to forget. In that forgetting doesn't allow the person or the people that hurt you to get to do it over again. So forgive, try to forget, and then protect. And instead of uh, opening your heart to forgiveness, you open it up to a world of love and acceptance because we all need 
forgiveness in our lives. And we need to be the first ones to be able to share in that. And have I done people wrong? Absolutely. Matter of fact, TJ, if people start calling in the BBS radio station, please uh, screen the calls, would you? If I've done them wrong, I don't want them to be passed through because there'd be a, the phone would, phones would literally um, ring off the hook. But I've been hurt too in my past. And the only way I can find happiness in the middle of pain, in the middle of memories, in the middle of sometimes darkness in my own home, is to learn how to forgive. So go look at the mirror after the show one more time and try to change what you're looking into and those eyes that you're looking into and gazing into. Try to make a couple shifts that may just bring the curtain of drapes opening up in your life to say now, introducing to you for the first time in a long time, peace, joy, happiness, calmness, and it can happen into your life right now. Now, that's all I have to say. That was free. Didn't cost you a penny. I'll kick my soapbox to the side and bring on our guest tonight, a friend of mine that's been on our program for several, several, many times, uh, several times. I can't remember how many, but it doesn't matter. Each time is awesome. Shay Bland right here, a fellow uh, Texan and Histo uh, Houstonian. So, Shay, come on in. Uh, welcome to the program. Can you hear me this evening? Uh, yes, I can. Can you hear me? I can. Good evening. How's everything going with you? Everything is going great. I just want to say uh, thank you for that introduction. I could have listened to you talk all night. It's just all your words were hitting me in the heart. So I just well, thank to... you for coming on because your presence prevents me talking for the next forty minutes myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate you coming on and and sharing. And and I, I want to let me just start picking your brain because I I have I just wrote down a whole bunch of notes tonight, but I don't have to use any of these. Um, when when we're talking about because you've been a life coach, you've had clients uh, that you've helped through pain, through agony, through bad experiences, into life and from darkness into light. How important do you think it is to discover our purpose in life, mm -hmm. our goals in life, our destiny that's been set aside, or do you even believe that that's something that we need to find out about? What's your thoughts on that as we get started? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely having a purpose in life can create a driving force behind our life. You know, it gives us a reason to wake up and go to sleep at night. Um, I know that from my own personal experience, having a purpose that's greater than myself, it's able. I'm able to really... I guess, push aside all of, you know, address my own trauma, talk about things, address my own emotions, but really push aside the things that aren't like, like as important as fulfilling my mission here on this planet, mm -hmm. right? It kind of puts the blinders on for you to say, this is what I'm focused on and I'm going to get after it and I'm going to go for it no matter what, no matter how scary it is, no matter how many times I fall on my butt. Uh, I have to just keep getting back up and, and going for it. And I think, um, yeah, definitely in my coaching business, 
you know, helping people, you know, realize that we go through trial and error for reasons. It's not for nothing. You know, we came here to, for each person, every person is unique and different. We're not the same, but we all have specific soul missions that we're here to fulfill on this planet, you know, and, and knowing that the, the darkness and the depression and these, the trauma that you've experienced, it's for something greater, Right. Is to over- I've been there in those dark days. Have you? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So we we've we've been there. We know what that's like. And in in my my second book, uh, I just dog-eared the first the first sentence in the book is right here. And it goes like this. I want to see what you think of this. Could it be that life's most painful and traumatic experience that has ever happened to you is the very key to open the door of your destiny for the rest of your life. What do you think of that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, when we can go through some of our most painful, darkest times in our life and to be able to come out of it and overcome it and, you know, be a voice for others, I mean... It's, it's, it's beautiful. And I think we all have that, you know, we all have our story. We all have our, our trials and our tribulations, some more than others, you know, um, but you just always have to remember that the, the trials and the tribulations are here to teach you lessons to overcome and, and, you know, catapult you into something greater than all of it. Yeah. I have a sticky note. Uh, at my desk where I'm typing the computer and it's right up on the little uh, bookcase there on, on my desk at the office of Baylor that they go something like I am, I have embraced uh, what's happened to me in the past and never want to forget it because of those things that's happened to me. It's made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't like my childhood, not probably a single day of it, it made me who I am now. Good, bad, and different, ugly, whatever it is, but it made me who I am. And honestly, um, the only thing I want to do is help one more person. And people may look at that and go, great, that's, that's such a line. That's, such, that's so much bull. You're just blowing wind. What are you talking about? Well, that's that's the only reason I I breathe one more day mm-hmm. is can it be one more person? What about you? What how's that what you've gone through in life uh, transformed what you want to do when your feet hit the floor tomorrow morning when you get out of bed? Yeah, so um I feel like my, I mean, you're on a huge mission and, you know, everything that you're doing and creating is so necessary in this world today. And um, yeah, I feel like definitely with the mission that I'm on, like my, if I could liberate every single woman from the commercial sex trade, uh, you, and even if I could just liberate one, because that's go. one person's life, you know, even if I could liberate one person's life, because that could be me, that could be my sister, that could be my mother, you know, and 
walking in that darkness and seeing the environments that surround these women all the time and experiencing that darkness around me for an extended period of time and then coming out of it and doing my own healing and feeling what what true love and safety feels like i want every woman to to experience that but even if i'm just able to help one person you know that's another voice yeah you know that's another person pulled out of the darkness and and let's let's be in this this fight together right so um but yeah i mean it really like when i started my this is what's just what's coming through right now is when I really started my journey out to get out of the commercial sex trade, because once you get into it, it's very difficult to get out. And we've had a lot of conversations, but it was really uh, when my sisters, and I've told you this before, when my sister's girlfriend took her own life. And during that time, I thought my sister was going to, you know, take her, her life as well. And I was just, you know, that's when I, I started really waking up and just saying, God, higher power, if you can help me get through this and help my sister get through this, like, I will keep going on this mission. And it was just that one person. It was my sister, you know, like, help her, you you know, just please watch over her. Don't let her take her life too. help both help her out of the darkness. And now it's become this like sole mission of like, this is my purpose. I'm using my voice for something greater than myself. Yeah, that, that's great. And you mentioned uh, in your response there, voices. How do you deal with voices when they are coming from the peanut gallery of naysayers, of negative people, of toxicity, of saying you'll never amount, you'll never do, we know who you are, we know what your mission is, we know that you're not this, you're not that. And because any time that I think we are asked to attain a goal and reach a goal, there's always going to be the counterpart of that from the other side that goes, wait, whether it's because of jealousy or just stupidity or what, but they come up and they say, hey, wait, we're going to grab a hold and see if we can't drag you back down mm-hmm. and try to keep you from the destiny that you think you're called to do. How do you respond to naysayers and those people that just don't get behind you to be a cheerleader? They want to boo and hiss you. Yeah. Well, I think you have to be your own your own biggest cheerleader. There you go. You know, you have to you have to believe you're in yourself more than anybody else. And I think when, you know, you start hearing these voices or other people are throwing jealousy at you or wanting you to stay in these dark places or the darkness and the enemy is wanting you to stay in these dark places. Like you have to be your biggest cheerleader and you also have to rely on something bigger than yourself, AKA for me, God. Yeah. You know, and it's also like doing your own inner work too. Like there's all these wounded aspects of ourselves, right? Like for me, it's my inner 13 year old will come out because she was abused for over a year and she'll come out and have these hissy fits and all, you know, I'm not safe. I'm not safe or it's your ego. Right. And it's just, there's different parts of ourselves that can, you know, speak, speak to us and kind of hold us back as well. So it's really our own self holding us back. Yeah. 
There's a there's a quote by I think Picasso that says something about the meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of life is to give it away. And I I think that's that's awesome because it goes right along with one I say all the time from Mark Twain that says there's two greatest days of your life. One is the day that you were born, and the other is when you discover the the reason why you were born. And we're going to talk about all of that on the other side of our commercial break. And in that during that commercial break, uh, grab your piece piece of paper and an ink pen because we're going to give you four or five tips on how to find your life's purpose. Not Shay's, not mine, not TJ's and BBS Radio, but yours. And we're going to give you those steps and some ideas and thoughts that you may want to jot down. 888-627-6008. Call in, be part of it, or you can get right on there with the Shattered by the Darkness Facebook page. We'll be right back after this real short commercial break. Hang with us. HCI Publishing that brought you the international bestsellers, A Child Called It, and the Chicken Soup for the Soul series comes the latest book by Dr. Gregory Williams, Shattered by the Darkness. This book describes the horrific abuse that Dr. Williams suffered at the hands of his father for over 12 years and the damaging effect of keeping everything silent about that abuse for 30 years. If you're looking for that book that you can't put down, then pick up a copy of Shattered by the Darkness by Dr. Gregory Williams at all Barnes & Noble stores, Amazon, and Books A Million. Now, back to Breaking the Silence with Dr. Gregory Williams. Welcome back. We're talking tonight about a topic that I think probably all of us need. And every now and then we just need to sit back and maybe reevaluate it. Is how do you find out and discover what you are created for if you don't know? And if you're saying, going, I, what am I created for? You know, it's not work. Uh, work isn't what people, don't we do this? When you introduce uh, somebody, like, for instance, Shay, if you're out at a gathering or something, you say, hey, I'm Shay, or I'm Greg, and I work at Baylor College of Medicine. Uh, I, I'm in the OBGYN department. And it's like, wait, that's not who I am. Yeah. That's what I do. Right. I mean, that's what pays the bills. Mm -hmm. uh, now, sometimes you have to, and hopefully, have a work that is attached to your passion and your purpose. But if yeah. you don't know what your purpose is in life, you may go through all of life realizing that you never even hit the target. Mm -hmm. Jay, when did you come to the realization that what you were doing before mm -hmm. isn't what you were created for? And you had to make a shift to get in that category of, hey, this is what 
I'm made for, and I'm choosing this route. Yeah, um, definitely. So when I was involved in the commercial sex trade, I had like Shay's plan and Shay's plan. And I, I've talked about this on your radio show uh, before Shay's plan was saving money and investing it into property. And so that's what I started doing. And that was going to be my way out of it, you know, is having um, rental property. And, and that that was Shay's plan. But when my sister's girlfriend committed suicide, um, it just did something to me. I had never met this girl and it shook me like so deeply to my core that I was like, there is something bigger than what I'm living out right now. You know, I have a bigger purpose in this. And when that happened, um, you know, my, I, I, I thought my sister was going to take her own life as well. Um, when that happened, basically I, I was, I was like, I have a bigger purpose in this. And this woman came into my life and she was a coach and she helps people find her purpose, but through finding your purpose comes your own healing, mm. addressing your own trauma, right? Addressing your own shadows, addressing the things that you have been repressing and haven't fully addressed. And healing is a lifelong journey. It's not like you're ever going to just get to this destination. Like, that's just not it. Um, but when I started doing my own healing and, and like understanding why I ended, ended up in the commercial sex trade in the first place, then that's when I was like, oh, okay, you know, these are the girls that I want to be serving, but that takes me getting out of it first. And then, but now I'm in school going, you know, becoming a therapist. And then, you know, I want to get into the human trafficking field and help women out of it. Um, but yeah, I really believe it's through your own, your own healing and self-reflection work. Um, and through my own journey as well, it's been, um, not to get religious or anything, but like my relationship with God and and Jesus as well, they've, they've just been a really big anchor for me, um, to hold on to. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with getting religious. Uh, I have several Bible verses down here that talks about purpose because every (laughs) leadership book, uh, will somehow sneak a, a Bible verse in there because there's some great, great verses. And you said something about self-reflection, and that's really step number one of how did, do you discover what your purpose in life is all about. You need to ask yourself some life-defining questions. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you? And I believe uh, the next page, if I remember what I wrote, in the next page that I just read the, from the book, it says, pretend we're getting ready to go on a trip. And you put in your GPS, uh, for instance, uh, San Antonio, and you put the address in. The GPS is going to automatically start configuring and wanting to be allowed to drop the pin on where you are at. Because there's no way to tell somebody how to get to San Antonio unless you know where they're at to start the the path of direction. Mm -hmm. So many times we don't realize where we are at. We overlook that. Who am Mm -hmm. I? Uh, What inspires me? Mm -hmm. What I don't like? Uh, My fears? Where do Mm -hmm. I want to go? And where am I at in life right now? And, And Shay, do we sometimes buffalo ourselves i do i lie to myself that i'm better off than i really am the wait, i'm healed with that and then all of a sudden on a dark night 
I relive that. It's like, oh, I just won't tell anybody. But how honest do we have to be to be able to make that first step uh, when you're asking those self-reflective questions? Uh, how important is self-honesty in that? Getting honest with yourself is so important. And it's really, it can be really hard to get honest with yourself because it's so much easier to stay, stay stuck in patterns that you are comfortable with. You know, it's so much easier to stay stuck in a cycle that you've been in for a long time instead of saying like, oh, there's something more for me out there than this. And it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of connecting with what I say, like your higher self and, you know, asking that higher, higher self or asking God, you know, what direction do you want me to go in and taking that leap of faith and just saying, I'm going to do it and I'm going to jump and I don't know where I'm going to land, but it's, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. And, yeah, and asking yeah. God is okay. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean, there's a scripture I haven't written that here someplace. Yeah. Jeremiah 29, 11, probably is the most famous scripture on this by all means, for I know the plans that I have for you. Not says Greg, not says shade, not says teacher or anybody else says the Lord, I have plans for you. And those plans as it keeps going are for good. Mm-hmm. not disaster and to give you a future and to give you hope. Mm-hmm. That's for every living being. Yeah. So asking God, asking the higher power uh, of the universe, the creator that created us, he has a plan for us. So yeah. I guess before I was even a twinkle in my dad's eye, and then I became that, uh, embryo in my mom's stomach, he already designed what he wanted me to fulfill. Mm-hmm. And even though in your life, in my life, and everybody else's life, the counterpart, the enemy, tries to throw landmines. If I do this, he'll never do that. If I do this, he'll go that way. If I do this, she'll do this and never get out. If I do this, they'll do that. And then finally end up looking at ourselves and say, hey, wait, where am I at? And where do I want to go? I think that's key. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, and I also believe that every single person before they come to this planet, you know, we're here with a soul mission. And, um, you know, I believe in spiritual warfare. I believe in light. I believe dark i believe in god i believe in the enemy and there's a lot of spiritual warfare and i know that i came to this planet during this time like there is not a doubt in my mind and that is to liberate women children men all humans from the chains of sexual exploitation and we're in a time where a lot of people don't really know right from wrong anymore and i think it's because we have a society that is very disconnected from god and if I'm being blatantly honest, you know, and so, um, yeah, I mean, we all came here with a purpose and you, you essentially we have free will, right. And we get to choose, am I going to feed into goodness in the world or am I going to feed into the things that are ca- causing it, causing harm, causing disassociation, causing chaos, causing confusion, you know, um, or am I, you know, or am I going to choose something that, yeah, I mean, 
sometimes the path that God wants for us and God's plans for us isn't always going to feel good. But I always say, and I always like to think like, it's like a diamond that's being refined. When God is refining you, you know, a diamond is put under pressure before it turns into a diamond. You know, the times that you feel really uncomfortable and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to get through this. Like you are about to birth into a new version of yourself, a stronger mm-hmm. version of yourself, a more faithful version of yourself. And, and it's, it's when God is refining you, I mean, it's hard, you know, uh, but it's like, but it's like a mother. Like I like to think also like a mother who's about to give birth. She goes through all these pains and all, all these contractions and, it's like the most excruciating pain she goes through. But when she births that baby, it's like you have this beautiful baby on the other side, you know? So when when you follow the calling that God has for you, God's plan for you, not your plan for you, it might feel really scary. It might feel like, wow, what the heck is, what are they doing? You know, it might feel like, um you're stepping into the unknown, but you have to trust what's on the other side for you. Absolutely. Um, good good yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And I, I think um, there, there's a reason I, I thought I came to Houston to work at the medical center. I don't think that's probably the reason I'm in Houston. That was the, the cause that got me here, but you're in Houston for a reason too. Yeah. Could it be that it's because this is the biggest hub for yep. the worst crime of uh, slavery since the beginning of time in, in human trafficking. And yep. uh, we're right here amongst it in the battlefield. So the second one is uh, what dreams and de- desires do you have? Um, the greatest tragedy is not death, but it's life without purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you had to come up with a dream, uh, a desire, what do you want to make out of life? And you got to answer that. So you have to find out where am I at? And then what's my dream? And if it's not fueling that dream, we need to either need to change directions of the horse yeah, or yeah. resaddle another horse because it's going in the wrong direction. So how does dreams and desires of our heart and there's two different ways to, to gauge this. One is with your head, and the other one is with your heart. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it doesn't make sense to go after your dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how does that work in, in your life and in the lives of the people that you work with? Um. Yeah. Can you reframe that question for me really quick? Yeah. Well, how important is dreams and desires to be able to find out what's your purpose in life? Can they go hand in hand, or they're always in conflict? Your dreams and also your purpose. Oh, I think yeah. they can definitely go hand in hand. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think absolutely they can go uh, hand in hand. And I think, um, yeah, our our dreams and our, our heart's desires is what makes us feel alive in life, you know, and going after our heart's desires is like, it's kind of the, it gives us, like I was saying earlier, it's like our purpose gives us the, the fuel behind our life right? To keep creating, to keep taking um, leaps of faith, to keep trying something new until every, it's like you're, there is a a bigger picture being painted. You just don't see it yet, you know? So following your dreams, even when it's like, wow, okay, this doesn't make sense, but I'm going to go, my intuition or my heart is telling me to do it, or God is telling me to do it, or, oh, this seems weird. And, you know, I can't tell you how many leaps of faith I've taken from 
moving out of state several times to investing thousands of dollars to creating my own business to ending up back in the commercial sex trade, you know, like it's all painting a bigger picture. And like, I am starting to see it more clearly now, you know, and, and a lot of these tries, everything's a lesson in life yeah. too, to get you on that path. And it, it takes devotion. It takes devotion to saying, I, I am so devoted to finding my purpose and fulfilling my purpose in this life. Right. Like I'm so devoted. Like I'm willing to die for my purpose. Like you have to be that devoted. Yeah. You know, I think one day when we, when we take up our last breath and we exhale that on earth Mm. and then our next inhale is in heaven, we can actually look at our life from beginning to end and go, ah, that's why that happened. That's why that was there so I would make that move and end up there and there instead of us sometimes damning things that happen in our life we need to sit back and go hey wait what's the reason was it because I made a mistake was was it a misjudgment and then pick myself up and go okay I'm heading back in the in the right way okay so the, the third step is understanding the difference uh between finding a career Mm-hmm. And finding your purpose. Um, Steve Harvey. Uh, I love Steve Harvey on Family Feud. And uh, and uh, even when he writes a book, I love it. He has this quote in one of his books. Your career is what you are paid for. Mm-hmm. Your calling is what you are made for. Yeah. What do you think about that? Understanding the difference between your career and your calling. Yeah. Definitely. And this is something that I've like navigated in my life a lot, right? It's like your purpose is why you you're here and your, your career is what pays your bills, right? They can go hand in hand, but they don't necessarily have to, right? Like you can have your career and still be of service and still be in purpose. It doesn't have to, I mean, it doesn't have to align like in my life. Like I want my, I, I'm, I'm, taking the steps to have that align in my life where my, my purpose can intertwine with my career. But I'm also like, I'm also learning, like, it really doesn't have to. And it's, it's, yeah, your, your purpose doesn't necessarily have to intertwine with your career. You can still be of service and work at Subway, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, is it, you know, yeah. You know, I, I can't wait until my, my career and my purpose are the same mm-hmm. because uh, to be honest with you, I'm getting tired of putting in 10 to 12 hours in a career mm-hmm. that has nothing to do. Although I have the freedom to, to come and go and do what I need to and go to the meetings that I need to go to and, and speak when I need to speak and things like that uh, around the country. But it would be so nice to have all of those hours just focused on, uh, one direction and and one vehicle instead of trying to maintain a couple. Uh, the last one that I think is really important that I want to make sure we have at least a couple minutes because we're closing down the hour, believe it or not, um, to make sure we remove clutter mm-hmm. and negativity from our life. Um, that's a huge step because it'll keep us from progressing. It'll hinder us if we don't. How hard is it to clear out that path Mm -hmm. and to push the negativity to the side? 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge one, right? There's so many distractions in the world. And so, um, you just gotta, you, you just have to reset, refocus. Sometimes if that means, um, like letting go of relationships that aren't serving you anymore so that you can put more into your self-care, more into your career, more into the things that you're creating. Um, and also like jotting down, like sometimes just journaling, like what in my life and, uh, what, one thing I would do with my clients or like, what are the things that I'm needing to release in my life? And, uh, I know this sounds kind of funny, but this is for all my women that if you, uh, like during your menstrual cycle on the first day of your bleed, you know, your body is releasing. Um, so you could say like, what is it that I'm wanting to release from my, my mind, from my body, from my life. And you can just write those things down and like physically feel your body releasing these things. Um, that's for my ladies. Um, and you know, that gives you a sense of like, okay, what am I really needing to release? And then what am I really wanting to call into my life? What am I needing to call more into my life, more positivity, more love, more supportive friendships, you know, more creativity, um, more like travel or more nature, more self-care. Um, thank you for telling me this, by the way, because now I'm like, oh, I need to do this practice. (laughs) But yeah, so like, you know, clearing out, you know, just getting clear. What am I needing to release? What am I wanting to release? What am I wanting to call for? It's a really helpful practice. I really recommend it. That's good. That's good. We're we're down to only about about a minute left to go. But um, a couple of things I have underneath that one is uh, you have to be realistic to remove the negative and reinforce the positive. If it's the things that's bringing a positive vibe into your life, positive thoughts, positive feelings, reinforce that. And don't be afraid to cut away some of the negatives. Uh, Attempt to try to discover your purpose in things because in that purpose, things get really foggy uh, in in life. And uh, I want to end with, with one quote. Uh, before we have our final sign-off, but there is no greater gift you can give or receive than honor your calling. It is why you were born and how you become most truly alive. And uh, in my very, very first book years ago, uh, I did I did a religious book called Body Bag Religion. And in, in that book, I have a quote, that's the first quote in the book, it's something like this, wouldn't it be a tragedy to wake up one morning dead and discover that you never really lived. And I think sometimes we need to understand life is short. Life isn't on this earth for an eternity. It's only this long on a string that wrap all the way from here to Dallas. It's only that long of that piece of string. The rest of it's in eternity. So you have right now to be able to make that choice of reinforcing the positives, find out what's going on in your life and what you dream about and what you're created for, and then go for it, starting right now, tomorrow morning when you wake up, a new thought, and uh, make that difference in your life because it will impact others. Shay, I appreciate you being on the program, and I thank you so much for jumping on and uh, filling in and doing a wonderful job, and uh, I, I appreciate your thoughts and your wisdom. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So last minute, I love it. It was great. Fantastic. Appreciate you being here. Anytime you want to come on, just let me know. Uh, As we do each and every week, 
uh, here on the program. We always like to end the same way. And I don't think I will ever do a program without ending this way because it's truly what I'm here to tell you, I'm here for, is to no matter how bad it's been, and we've all experienced that stuff, no matter what you're going through right now and you think, man, this was the worst weekend of my life, no matter what you're going to face tomorrow, and I have a rough week coming ahead of me, and I know you may have too. Lean in. I want to let you know there's hope. The hope's there. So look into that mirror and declare you are valuable, you're a masterpiece, and you're worth it. And there is hope for you. Join us right here next week for a very, very special uh, show of Breaking the Silence with the folks from the Sounds of Freedom movie. It'll be awesome. Join us right here next week for another edition. God bless you. Have an awesome, awesome week. And there's always hope. You're worth it. God bless. Good night. Thank you for listening to Breaking the Silence with Dr. Gregory Williams. To contact Dr. Williams, dial 832-396-6525 or email him at shatteredbythedarkness at gmail.com. And don't forget to join us each Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Pacific on BBS Radio Station 1 for the next episode of Breaking the Silence. Thank you.